Welcome back to another episode of Autolux Autopod. I'm your host, the doctor to the car, Mr. Everett J. And this week we are talking about the Halo device. Autolux.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Yes, it has come to our attention that the Halo device seems like something that might not be on everybody's radar for things to talk about. A lot of people really aren't talking about this product because they all feel that it's needed and required within the Formula One circuit. But really, is it? Or should they stay and wait and see how it pans out for IndyCar League and their wraparound screen? Now, there are benefits and there are downsides to both systems. And why don't we just sit back, listen, and take a look at how both of them could pan out for each racing series. Now, with Formula 1, we all heard about the horrible crash that happened way back to IndyCar, back in the day, and we lost some great people. Oh, we lost some great people in Formula 1. Now, tragedy in Formula 1 hasn't happened in a long time. It's happened a lot more recently in IndyCar, and it happens, well, let's just say, just about every year in MotoGP. But we all know, unless we're putting a plexiglass bubble around guys on motorcycles in MotoGP, it definitely isn't going to happen. Those guys have what they have to save them. But when it comes to Formula 1, Oakman cockpit racing everybody sees the future as in fully enclosed cockpit for vehicles making it more like a fighter jet that idea is amazing that idea is great but let's just take a look and see how is it we came to be with this annoying halo device like seriously you want to see what it looks like to be a race car driver on the track in formula one driving with this halo device attached to the front of your vehicle go out buy yourself some cheap flip-flops okay now stretch out the top of the flip-flop put it up to your face and watch a race Looking directly down at it, you'll notice that that, the center of the flip-flop, the one that goes between your big toe and, well, the second one, is impeding your view of what you can see. Now, we all know that our eyes can be made, like you put your hand in front of your face, you can kind of see through it, right? It's kind of like the Halo device. Eventually, your eyes will adjust to it and you can see, but it's still something there that's going to affect your brain and affect how you see things. Something catches you off guard, you're going to look away for a quick second, your eyes might not be able to adjust, and all of a sudden, you're impaired. Not to say you're, well, you're impaired, but your vision is impaired. Why would Formula One think this thing is going to be great for the system? Well, there are trademark benefits to this damn thing. Let's just take a quick look at this thing and why Formula 1 decided to go with it, whereas IndyCar is stating we're not going with something that's going to impede our view because we need full frontal view of everything around us. We're looking more at a enclosed cockpit or the screen system. Now, the Halo is a bit more stronger than a screen because you're going to think about it. Materials that take to require to build a plexiglass screen, well, hell, you can build it out of Gorilla Glass, but even Gorilla Glass isn't that strong. You know, going over 200 miles an hour and something breaks free, it's not trying traveling at 200 miles an hour, it's traveling a lot faster than that. And it's kind of like a human body when it falls from a restraint. It can be up to nine times your body weight that that system has to absorb when you fall. It's kind of like the screen. It has to be able to take the impact of up to 10 times the speed that that thing is traveling. Do you really think Gorilla Glass can take that? No. And Formula One didn't think so either, so they developed the Halo device. Yes, it impedes the center line of your view, but creating it in a way that they did, it impedes at least amount and your eye can function around it and like I said putting your hand in front of your face you can see through your hand right well put a far enough out like take let's all take our hand put it a foot out from your face and try
try and see if you can see everything about it. Eventually your eyes will adjust if you don't take your eye off that. Now look away and look to the side and come back to it. Yeah, it somewhat disappears, but you can still somewhat see it. So no matter what, these guys are going to always be able to see this thing. Now getting back to the momentum of objects flying at you. Well, that's something that's a case that's always happened because they still actually have the visor on their helmet that has to take the brunnal force of anything flying at them. But it's a lot smaller and it has a bit more structure behind it because it actually has the helmet to help take the impact. Now the halo device is stronger in the sense that it can be used to push people back over. It can be used to lift the car up. It can be used to keep the car from completely rolling over and cracking your neck open. And it's something that could be amazingly great to help these guys stay safe on the job. Because you remember, Formula 1 drivers, that's their career. That's their job. That's what they're getting paid to. Now I'm getting paid to talk to you. They're getting paid to go real fast. They're making a lot more than I am and a lot more than you probably listen to me. Unless you're a Formula 1 driver, then they're making a lot more. Now, this thing can be built a lot thicker, a lot stronger, right? It can be used to pick the vehicle up. It can be used for ingress and egress out of the vehicle for these guys. But therein lies a problem too. Now it's a little bit higher. Now these guys got to go even use more force and get their arms up a little bit higher to get themselves out of the vehicle. That could be a little trickier when you're trying to get out of the vehicle when it catches on fire. Your arm could get stuck, something could get jammed in it. It does open up a window of all new possibilities of issue. Anything, anything you build always seems to have issues with it. Just look at autonomous vehicles too. We all thought they were great. They didn't take into the fact that just random people might hop out in front of it. Now, unlike a screen, a halo device does not impede your view with chips, scrapes, water, wind, sand, anything like that, right? Where a screen can take the brunt force of it, unless it's changed constantly, that screen is going to have a haze to it eventually. Where the halo device doesn't. Why? Because it doesn't have anything impeding your view. There's nothing there. There is nothing in front of you, except for that center line, which, yeah, we really don't like. <laughs> I, like I said, it could be like used to lift the vehicle. It could be provided as a safety zone when flipped over. It's easier to maintain. You got to think about it. this is something that can also be a lot easier maintained within the pits. That thing gets damaged. Let's say a tire flies at the guy while they're driving. They could pull it into the pits, like Hamilton, Vettel. They could pull it into the pits and a couple bolts, that thing's off. A couple bolts, new one's on, right? Merge screen, unless they actually just have a bolt down system to it, that thing is bedded into the front nose cone of the vehicle. And the halo isn't. So it does have an advantage. But then again, let's take a look. The screen does have an advantage, right? It does have a full view. Now, when it comes to IndyCar compared to Formula 1, IndyCar does use all types of tracks. Not every type of track in the world, we all know that. Uh, Rally seems to cover a little bit more of that than IndyCar. But IndyCar does use super ovals, ovals, road courses, street courses. Hell, they even go short distances. But it's the street course that really provides the best benefit for that screen. Why does it provide the best benefit? Because this screen gives you full frontal view. You don't have anything. Like I said, when these guys are Formula 1, yes, they're, they have corners to turn in that. But they're always kind of looking straight. With IndyCar, they have to look around the corners, right? Sometimes these corners, they can't see around. They got to see before they're about to turn. They got to use full frontal access for their vision. It's a little bit different. If you've ever watched them compared to a Formula 1 driver, there is a little more head movement while you're driving an IndyCar as opposed to Formula 1. So they need full frontal view. Now, a Halo device does impede slightly into your vision, which IndyCar does not like. Now, they do know that there are benefits with its structure and it can provide extra support for you so you don't crack your head open if you roll your car completely on the side, right? Now, it's shorter stance. The windscreen doesn't go up as high as, as the Halo device. So it provides a little bit, little bit better for ingress and egress, but that could also have a downfall too because the screen won't be as sturdy and strong as a Halo device to grab a hold of to pull yourself up. It is better looking. We have to admit to that. Everybody loves the look of a windshield.
windshield. Like, let's go back to the original 1989 Dodge Viper concept. Take a look at the height of the window, front window on that thing. It is short. That is essentially what I like a halo device would look like on an IndyCar. Short and sweet. Like we said, it, it, it can be, cannot be, depending on how they develop it, easier to remove within the pit. So let's say this thing gets cracked in half. There's a possibility it could be easier to maintain. But like we said before, it might not be. It all depends on how they develop. We're only seeing prototypes of the screen device right now, as opposed to the Halo. Formula One's already test bad the Halo device over an entire year of Formula One racing. They have a year under their belt. That's kind of like how, you know, Uber, Lyft, Waymo, all those companies, they don't have the foothold that Tesla does in the autonomous technology. Tesla has vehicles constantly running out there, testing their technology ever since the Roadster came out. They can flip on a switch and figure out how well that autonomous technology is working. They got years of background data, whereas Lyft, Uber, Waymo, they only got the vehicles they're driving around, right? They could put more miles in it per year than in a Tesla can, but all around, they don't have the background of it. And all, you know, that that is another thing where the screen does have a disadvantage is it only has prototype system. It hasn't been implemented into any team system, which means it hasn't been fully tested and fully perfected. Where Formula One with the Halo device is still making perfections to it. If you've noticed Formula One cars year for this year, the 2009 racing season, they're slightly changed than last year. As with every year with Formula One cars, there's always modifications and changes. They're always benefiting it, except for the treaded tires from way back in the late 90s. Those were just horrible, horrible idea to bring people back. Whereas the Halo device has been tried, tested, and hasn't been proven that it is way better, but it still has its advantages. Now, like we said, each has their benefit, but only one major for the screen is it's non-impatient on your view. Now, all in all, when you think about it, both of them have their advantages. Both of them have their disadvantages. Both of them are great in their own context, but really in the end, it's just like the battle between electric and hydrogen. Who is going to win the day? Who is going to prove to be the number one? system that everybody needs to use and it all comes back to way back in the day with old safety systems coming on board now seat belts and cars hans device and racing hell even using the racing helmet from a leather cap on your head it's gonna take some time but in the next couple years we'll finally find out who is gonna win the battle for open cockpit supremacy and by the time we figure out who is gonna win this battle we might as well be starting to look at enclosed cockpits which kind of takes away from the purpose of the open wheel, open air racing. Yes, they will still have open wheels to the context of open wheel racing, but an enclosed cockpit takes away from that full driver interface of nothing impeding your view. In closing, they all have their benefits. They all have their disadvantages. When it comes down to it, Formula One is proving that the Halo device can be something to be implemented in further series along the open cockpit series. Now, this is Everett J signing off from Autolux Autopod. If you like what you see, like what you hear, then follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or hell, just go to our website, www.autolux.net, and like and share this Autopod in our page and help us grow. And Everett J just signing off saying, strap yourself in for one wild ride from Autolux.net.